Hi, everyone. Dave Stahoviak here, host of the Coaching for Leaders podcast with the start of a brand new audio course on how to enhance your credibility. First, an announcement. I've just opened up applications to the Coaching for Leaders Academy through Friday, March 19th. The Academy is a year-long cohort of participant leaders who work personally with me to create movement in their leadership development and organizational results. You can discover more and apply for the Academy by going over to coachingforleaders.com slash academy. Today is also the first lesson in a special audio course here on how to enhance your credibility. I noticed that something many of our members and listeners are often asking me about is, how do I do the work to enhance my own credibility in my industry? And often I get asked personally, how do you keep track of all these interviews and authors and ideas that come up on the show? Well, I'm going to walk you through detailed answers to both of those questions in this audio course. I'm going to share step-by-step exactly how to set up systems for yourself that help you discover, capture, curate, surface, and ultimately share ideas with others to support you in enhancing your professional credibility. And along the way, I'm going to take you behind the scenes in detail, step-by-step, exactly how I use my knowledge management systems to do this for myself. Now, many of you know that we don't engage sponsors here on the Coaching for Leaders podcast, and we don't run ads from other organizations. So whenever I open up applications to our academy, it's important to me that rather than running ads, I provide something that helps everybody in our listening community get better, even if the academy isn't right. So this is the first of five lessons airing in the coming days on how to enhance your credibility. Once applications to the Academy close on March 19th, this course will be removed from the public directories and podcast apps, but I'll still be making it available for full access inside our free membership portal. Those of you who are already free members will be able to get access by logging into the site and just selecting the button that says Courses. And if you don't already have access, it's easy to get it. Just set up your free membership on the homepage at coachingforleaders.com and you'll get permanent access to this course and all the other benefits inside the free membership portal, including a number of past audio courses already there. So with that, let's dive in on how to enhance your credibility. About 20 years ago, a friend of mine invited me on a trip to go rafting on the Klamath River in Northern California. It was a beautiful trip, and it has inspired me more recently to take our kids up there a few times in recent years to go camping and rafting. In addition to the natural beauty of the river and the surrounding national forest, it's a place that's meaningful to the Native American tribes, both for its important fish migrations and cultural heritage. When you arrive in a place like Klamath, you're really surrounded by nature. The last time we were there, we swam in the river, we tried panning for gold, we watched bald eagles circle overhead, ate wild blackberries on the riverbanks, and enjoyed the stars in a way you just can't see when you're close to a city. For me, Klamath is a trusted source of connection to nature that opens up so many wonderful moments and experiences. It's why most of us, when we travel somewhere for pleasure, pick a place like that rather than going to a shopping center, right? Shopping centers are, of course, useful, but we don't go there looking for inspiration and meaning. 
I'm going to invite you in this course to approach your professional credibility and idea generation in a similar way by immersing yourself with people, organizations, and places that you trust to provide you with value and meaning. It is certainly possible to sit around and try and think up great ideas and things to bring to others that are of value, but it's super hard. It's like when you took a course in school and had to write a long paper and just opened up the document and stared at the blank screen wondering what you were going to write. It is possible to generate ideas that way, but it's really hard and pretty painful. And it's equally hard when someone says that you need to write up a proposal or take the initiative to create a new strategy or surface some credibility evidence for a client or just something you want to do on your own, like write an article for your industry publication or post an article on LinkedIn. I run into so many people in my work that have a goal to do something like that, and many people never do it because they don't feel like they have the right idea to start with. So step one in enhancing your credibility is immersing with trusted sources that help you generate great ideas. There are a lot of ways to do this, so let me share a few examples of where you may start. Personal relationships are a wonderful source for new ideas. Most of us know at least one or two people that whenever we get to chat with them, we come away inspired or thinking differently or being challenged in a good way or who just are really smart people that we love talking with. Bonnie's a great example of that in my life. We often have the good problem of talking so late at dinner <laughs> that we're cleaning up dishes too late, sometimes getting the kids ready for bed late as a result. Great problem to have, right? What a joy. Another person is my friend Tom Henschel, the host of the Look and Sound of Leadership podcast. He's another example of someone I always get value from when we chat. We had a call the other day, and we didn't even talk that much at all about the thing we had planned to chat about because our conversations always go in fun directions. And every time I come away from them thinking something different or getting an idea for something I'm working on, Tom's a senior practitioner in our field, and he's always been so helpful to me over the years for feedback and wisdom in so many ways. I also get together with a group of other people who host podcasts once a month, and we help each other out with problems we're facing and generating some new ideas for each other. It's kind of like a little mini mastermind that half a dozen of us put together a few years ago. We have a lot of trust with each other, and we do whatever we can to help each other out. In fact, just this morning, I was working on an idea that someone else had suggested last month that's been valuable for them and their work, and I've been trying in my work as well. I bet you have people like that in your life too. A spouse, a friend, a parent maybe, a mentor or a colleague, maybe your boss, a child even, who creates meaning and value for you when you're with them. Those are great people to immerse yourself with as you begin the journey of idea generation. And I'd also invite you to think about immersing yourself in the work and ideas of people who you don't know personally but you trust to expose you to new ways of thinking. You don't have to have a personal relationship with someone to gain value and meaning from them. In fact, I'd encourage you to track down the work of people you don't know who will help inspire you with new ideas. An example of someone like that for me is Seth Godin. I've been following his work for 20 years. He's shown up consistently through his writing and speaking that entire time. Famously, he's been writing a daily blog for I don't know how many years, and he shaped a lot of my thinking about marketing in particular in my work. Now, I don't know Seth personally. I've talked to him only once when I interviewed him here on the show, but I don't have to have a personal relationship with him 
to benefit from his wisdom. There's a whole lot of people like Seth, for me, that I don't know personally, but who have earned trust with me over time because they consistently provide value to me through their work and ideas. A good indicator of that kind of virtual mentor, if you will, for you is someone who you'll listen to or read whatever they're putting out in the world, even if the specific topic or something they've done isn't of obvious interest to you. I bought Seth's most recent book, for example, before I even knew what it was about because, you know, it's Seth. It's going to be great and it's going to challenge me in some new ways. A key distinction I want to make here is to invite you to filter for value, but not necessarily for agreement. So let me say something about what I mean here on both of those. First, filter for value. Value means that the person, association, publication, or whoever you're immersing yourself in provides something that's meaningful to you and it's grounded in research, experience, and facts, or something else that's very credible. Bonnie recently turned me on to a useful chart put out by the folks at Adfontis Media. I'll link to it here in the notes for this lesson. They research all the major media entities and visually graph them on both news value and reliability and political slant. And I was glad to see that both the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal were rated highly on news value and reliability since we subscribe to both. And as you know, if you read either, they also approach the world with different political slants. The Times leans more liberal and the Journal leads more conservative. And that brings me to my second point here. Yes, filter your sources for value, but not for agreement. When Peter Block appeared on the show, author of The Empowered Manager and many other best-selling books, he invited us to engage with our opponents to help us improve. He describes opponents in our organizations as people who we have trust with, but low agreement. Peter asks leaders to engage in what he calls positive political skills and makes this point. Power comes from a willingness to be vulnerable. This is incredibly valuable for idea generation too. Sometimes our best ideas come from opposition to those who don't see the world the way we do. And if you're like me, occasionally changing my mind on something when I can't find a way to justify my past beliefs about something. I hope you have heard someone say something on this podcast before that you disagree with. The goal when exploring new ideas isn't always agreement. The goal, at least for me, is to surface valuable perspectives so you can then decide what makes most sense to bring into your own leadership and organization. Valuable sources for ideas will do that for you. Whether they be a person, a publication, a conference, a podcast, they should challenge you to think differently. So I'm challenging you as well to be intentional here. Filter like crazy for sources that you trust and are useful and valuable for you to generate ideas, but don't filter for agreement. And don't stop there. Find things that are also outside of the obvious places you'd normally look to, such as books in your field or industry publications or industry leaders. Seek ideas in places that might not initially seem obvious, but might get you outside of your typical thinking. Reading the classics is a wonderful way to do this. Classic books have become classics because they contain ideas that are timeless. As I've done this more in recent years, it's astounding to me how often I see patterns in my work with the things I'm struggling with right now, and then something that was written 100 years ago or more. 
Great movies can be a wonderful generator of ideas for solving problems or the inspiration to take the next step. I just recommended a movie to a client a few days ago that I thought would be a helpful inspiration for a place he wants to go next in his career. Music, games, hobbies all provide inputs that get you thinking in new ways. Our daughter does a crossword puzzle with Bonnie most nights, and it often generates a conversation about new vocabulary and things we wouldn't otherwise discuss. Our kids also play Minecraft, and it's providing a shockingly valuable platform for them to learn vocabulary and strategize and build and learn geology and uh, learn how to resolve conflicts with other people. Sure, there are screen time boundaries for us to be aware of, but after resisting Minecraft initially, I've totally changed my mind on it in recent years. My son and I are taking guitar lessons right now, and I'm seeing all kinds of patterns between what I'm struggling with on learning something new and also then helping our academy members to do better in changing their behavior in their organizations. So you don't have to read 50 books a year to have access to great ideas. If you will be intentional about immersing yourself with people, places, and publications of meaning and value for you, while not filtering for agreement, you'll be on the right path. I know I'm preaching to the choir a bit here. Our most recent listener survey reports that 54% of you listening have a graduate degree. More than half of you have purchased three books or more in the last 90 days. You're already seeking out tons of new ideas, often from trusted sources. So this first lesson is merely an encouragement to keep going and perhaps a gentle nudge to look in a few new places or look for a bit more disagreement when generating thinking in new ways. But this is also where a lot of people stop and don't really get ideas working for them to then provide professional credibility. What you're perhaps not doing is capturing those ideas so you can put them to use. That is the topic of the next lesson. Inside the academy, I'm always inviting leaders to move beyond simply acquiring more knowledge and actually putting those ideas into action. It's a key part of the structured process we follow in our academy cohorts so that we can move past theory and affect real behavior change. Applications just open to the academy, and you can discover more and apply before Friday, March 19th at coachingforleaders.com academy. And if you want to access this audio course permanently, simply go to coachingforleaders.com to set up your free membership. Now that I've invited you to start, details coming in the next lesson on how to capture interesting ideas.